There's an advert, but it's live. I mean, there's always going to be an advert, isn't there? There's um, Cafu and Van Persie. Van Persie's holding a PlayStation 4. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're you know, being advertised. We're advertising <laughs> foot gambling mechanics or ultimate team oh, or whatever yes. the fuck it's called these days. Um, oh, yeah, because they have, like, legendary players or something. Yeah. yeah. Some... 4,000 different hairstyle was... David Beckhams or something like that. Yeah. How is Cafu not in it already? He must be right. Well, they're just advertising now that he's been added to it. So I know it's been going on for a while, that yeah. thing. So I'm just thinking, well, your whole game's broken if Cafu's not in it. So. <laughs> exactly. They just, a waste of time. They just had to put in all those different skinned Beckham haircuts. So it's... Uh, <laughs> and one of them's at you know, level 91. One of them's level 92. One of them is level 93. Yeah. I don't know how that shit works. They dropped Ronaldo from 92 to 91, and the disrespect that they put on that man's name. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Disgraceful. Oh, that's not good. Well, there's not much we can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome then, everybody, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games shitting on fucking rolled out every year, the same bollocks video games, and Craft Beer uh, yeah. changes all the time <laughs> and is excellent for it. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy. Yeah, games suck. <laughs> <laughs> Not all games. Most of them. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> We shall see what we think about the games we've been playing this evening, what we want to chat about. Um, I'm the only one drinking this evening. Um, potential COVID floating around the house. So, as I've done every single time, this has been a potential thing. I'm going to just drink through it. So, I've got two <laughs> big beers um, with me. So, I'm starting with an 8.5% uh, double IPA. This one is from Overtone and is called mm-hmm. Finger Guns. Pew pew. Which is an excellent name, and just has you know a, a kind of like a Star Warsy sort of, or even just a space kind of mm-hmm. shape on it. But also, it looks like an eye. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah very colourful yeah. eye, but yeah. Yeah, um, it tells me five hops. Pew pew. This dipper has explosions of tropical citrus and pine flavours. It's got citra, mosaic, azaka, eldorado, and sultana. Oh, I had a sultana last week in the good chemistry beer. Mm. Um, <laughs> Adel in the chat. Hey, um, obviously, with him being in Canada, he can't be with us for the the episode. I think next week, though, is his return. Uh-huh. I believe, if my dates are correct, potentially. Yes, uh, he may be jet Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he may jump in the the chat and let us know. But yeah, Canada's internet is making it too flaky for him. Um, but I will pull this. I will see what it is like. It's got a nice nose. That, that mm-hmm. kicked in straight away, which is good. Um, it does have a nice nose. Very tropical on the nose. Maybe a, t- maybe a touch of citrus mm-hmm. as well in there. Mm. You can see it's got a very foamy head. Yeah. 
Um, not quite orangey, a little, little more of a straw, a little uh, mm. bit more yellow to it, but you know, a solid block of, of colour, which doesn't even lighten around the um, around the edges. So it's a bit frothy. Mm. That's dissipated a little bit. Mm. Not much. But it's got an interesting flavour. You're definitely getting those tropical notes, getting a little bit of citrus as well. But in there is a an odd little flavour, kind of throwing everything off. It doesn't quite hit that, as as we've talked about with dippers, doesn't quite hit that uh, more earthy kind of vegetable side of things. It it's it, it's edging that way, but it doesn't get there. It still sticks in this kind of like fruity sort of space. Mm. But I think it, it's got a similar vibe to that good chemistry bit last week. And I think the okay. Sultana is doing a lot in this, as it did in the good chemistry bit. It doesn't feel sort of, you know, as the good chemistry bit did, a little bit more of a kind of a prune sort of flavor, not sort of raisins and sweet. Um, it, it kind of similar but a little bit more um, not bitter mm-hmm. what are they? they're they almost a little bit kind of danker okay. really like uh, prunes over say raisins or sultana kind of um, it doesn't quite have the same sort of sweetness to it so this is the same it's got a bit of a sweetness it's got those tropical hits you're then getting a little bit of citrus in as well just to kind of give a little bit of a tongue tingle almost um, and then it has yeah as I say this sort of not quite earthy note to it which doesn't pull all that way across it's an interesting combination it's a big it's a big flavor as well interesting I need to try out this sultana then <laughs> hmm. it's I mean it almost that that kind of combination of flavors as well is starting to not break down but mm. open up a little bit more as I've as I've now you know chugged half of this glass um, and I'm definitely getting a lot more of the alcohol okay. so this this feels like it's got a nice big alcohol hit to it and I think that's part of that initial uh, um, confusion that I got that it's actually a little bit of alcohol burn mm. on this which for an eight and a half percent you you do get and I think that's adding to it as well so you're getting that slight burn uh, on the back which as the flavors are kind of moving towards that and now I assume every time I sip it that burn will kind of be present Mm -hmm. it flows quite nicely into that um yeah and it's it's almost almost edging on a not a sort of flavored spirit or, okay. or or something like that. But it's it's with that alcohol burn really now coming through. The more I've drank it, it it almost feels like I could be drinking something like a, a, a very very yeah almost um, that that kind of sultana and they're giving almost not an aniseed kind of flavor but mm. with that with that alcohol burn it definitely kind of edges towards that as well so it's a very interesting beer um, how carbonated is it because when you think of like liqueur yes you're getting a lot of sweetness but you're just thinking 
it's quite dry and flat in mm-hmm. in flavour. Does this have like any hoppiness, any carbonation, or so it's got a little bit of carbonation, only very slightly right at the start, and then it flattens completely mm-hmm. through the rest of that flavour. And actually, at the end, it, it or what's left, the mouthfeel that remains, absolutely feels more like I've had a juice. Okay. Um, it's it's flat. It's very smooth right at that end after that carbonation has has gone. Um, so it kind of smooths out whilst giving you that alcohol hit. Yeah. As well, um, which again is an interesting combination of the flavour to the to the mouthfeel. It's it it kind of almost feels like two different beers, mm. uh, um, not smashed together, but that it flows through those parts very very well. Um, I, I mean, I will absolutely nail this beer, but I think, as I said with both of the beers I drank last week, when we had the guys from Oroch Digital on, um, I don't think I'd reach for it after mm. yeah. I'd had one. Yeah. Uh, you know, one is probably enough, and I, I definitely feel that from this. Um, it'd be interesting how I then feel about the next beer, which ups the percentage just oh, okay. a, a touch as well yeah. um, and we will, we will see but yeah this is this is nice so the sweetness in it like is that mainly coming from the alcohol or is it a bit of that sultana a bit more of the fruit in it or I think it's definitely a bit more of the fruit mm-hmm. so it's it's got citra, uh, mosaic zaka, eldorado and sultana so you, you, you definitely feel the citra and mosaic in there so it's got a little bit of a not quite grapefruity sort of uh, tropical start mm. to it. It's maybe something a little bit more sweet, a little bit lighter than that. Um, but again, you're getting maybe a nice sort of zesty lime in there as well, which again adds to that kind of boozy feel to it. Yeah. Uh, um, because you're getting that kind of ting, that tongue tingly kind of sensation as well. Uh, um, um, so I, I think this is just a very well-made beer with a lot of stuff that's been thrown in, which just works well together to kind of present this flavour which flows very nicely mm-hmm. uh, through a, a few different flavour profiles and actually leaves you just going, yeah, I will I will absolutely reach for this again okay. in a moment. It's a little dry, yeah. so when that smoothness and that sort of more juicy feel kicks in, um, it does leave you quite dry quite quickly so I do want to pick this back up to hit that carbonation hit that bit of freshness and then have that flow again of those flavours so yeah I mean it's it's very well made uh, Overtone just seemed to uh, hit dippers hmm. a little bit differently to most people but in a way that you go oh it's a dipper from Overtone I will absolutely drink this beer yeah I, I need to get my hands on a bit more overtone. I just see mm. their beers and it's like, oof. It's like, it's like eight pounds or something like that. I'm just like, oof. Yeah. But, um, you know what? I think this one was close. Enough. This one was close to that. It's yeah. about seven quid, something like that. So. Yeah. Mm. But it's good. It's really nice. Mm. Um, and, 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 you know, if you're. Yeah. <laughs> us in this position to um, kind of do the podcast and have these kind of set beers for a, for a week as such you you kind of feel that or I do at least that I can be like yeah £8 £10 a beer cool 
I'll get a couple of those for the podcast. And the stuff I drink through the week will be Swill. New Bristol Brewery, Wiper and True. <laughs> just two pints for a full pack of Swill. <laughs> oh, I mean, exactly. Or you, you know, or you get one Duval for two quid in supermarkets yeah, yeah. most of the time now. Not don't Swill. You? And that, that, Absolutely And that probably swill, tastes yeah. better and gives you the same hit that the four pack of shite will, will give you. Because <laughs> yeah. um, that's like eight and a half percent, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like just ridiculous, ridiculous value. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely. Crazy. Uh, good. Um, I will continue drinking this beer, but let's jump into um, the games that we have been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we've got sort of three uh, games that we've been provided codes for um, to to review this evening. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you want to jump into um, the game that we've both played first? Uh, yeah, why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah, okay. let's do that. Um, so, uh, Toem. T-O-E-M. Um, odd little name for a game. Yeah, I don't know what um, it means exactly. I don't, and I can't remember... I don't know whether it's a sub-heading for the game. I'll just jump into my library on I Steam so. quickly. No, it's, it is just Toem. But I've seen it advertised... Um, uh, um, I can't remember the tagline for it. Um, oh, here you go. It's in one of their uh, images. A photo adventure. Okay. <laughs> so it right. kind of... It, I mean, it, it tells you kind of what it is up front because I guess Toem is so abstract in <laughs> its use that no one will know what it is. Um, but I I absolutely love this game. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's fantastic. It's a lovely little game. Yes, it's, it's delightful. It's very mm. twee and... Yeah, very cute, very cute. So it's just very low p- impact, relaxing cup yes. of tea game. Yeah, completely. Have you completely. finished it? I have finished it. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, I, I'm on I... the last area. Um, okay. It was one of. It's one of those games where it's like, I want to play it for the rest of time, and <laughs> it's just like. But I can't possibly play it any slower than I am and just enjoying it. So yeah, it's like well, yes, just finish it, Lucy. It's just, 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 just finish it. You know. And uh, <laughs> I, I will say as well, it is. Um, it's a game that when you finish it, you can then go back out into the world. Yeah, I assume so. So you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to have done everything mm-hmm. in in Toem before you get to the end. So you are uh, a, a character going on a. Like summer vacation, a journey to the mountain of Toem, mm-hmm. um, to essentially take a picture at the top of the mountain. Yeah. Um, but along the way, you go to lots of different locations, and you take pictures. And a lot of the time, or the the, the main mechanic is, you cannot go to the next area mm-hmm. until you have so many stamps on your card. And the way you get stamps is by taking pictures of things for people. And if you do that, they will give you a stamp. Yeah, they, they they frame it as you're helping out the community, and um, yes, you're basically helping these very, very eccentric characters and like whole range of them. Like there's mm. there's a snowman that you help out. There's you know ghosts that you help out. It it, it, it helping them out by through the medium of taking photos, um, and you know we'll get into like how they change up the puzzles with the the photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get your bus stamps. Which, well, maybe that should be. I mean, this is a very um, 
socialist society in this game. Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah. It would be nice if, you know, I could get a free bus pass by not living till over 60. I don't even know if they offer those now anymore. Or, but just by being a good citizen, get a free bus pass, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. And, and it, it is, it, it, the idea is that you are helping people out um, with their photos. And, and later on, not just kind of with the photos, but taking a photo might then trigger something to happen in which case you get an item which you then can give to somebody mm-hmm. uh, um, and and as you say there are a few different kind of puzzles and, and, and how they sort of work but all of them are about the idea of <laughs> yeah. supporting someone or, or, or helping someone showing someone where something is or, or bringing something back to them you know, allowing people to uh, then make their own kind of um, journeys and just you know, not even that. Just, just make some characters kind of happy. Yeah, and yeah. stuff. Um, there's, there's, there was one in one of the middle kind of levels where you get, a, you, you, you don't get kind of abilities, but um, you get the chance to like honk a horn, make, make mm-hmm. a noise. Yeah. Almost when you're taking a photo, you get a horn, both, a little apparatus mm, just to, because you get like a tripod and then you yes, get a horn yes. And, yeah. And I, I didn't use the tripod. For ages until I realised actually there are some puzzles where I'm like, oh, I need <laughs> to be somewhere else and the tripod could be there where I should be, but I have to be over here. And so, yeah. um, you can also do yeah, a you, selfie. Um, that helps with yes, some of them as yeah, well. yeah, and and, and mm-hmm. set it back much further as well to be set in the scene and things like that. And, and it's kind of a a game as well, which is it's in black and white, mm. but. Um, it's not quite the uh, the same aesthetic as uh, you know, like Minute or Gatto Roboto. You know those uh, um, very kind of like one bit yeah. games. Um, it's in black and white, but it's all um, almost kind of ink drawn. Yeah, uh, really, um, really you know, thick lines for the for yeah. the blacks. Very it contrasts, mm. you know really well with the whites and everything's like it's like cardboard cutouts almost all the characters and everything are like 2d whereas Mm. uh the buildings um the bigger you know assets are like 3d and you can rotate Mm. the world mm, probably about 270 degrees so it is in 3d but it, it just works really well you have these like 2d almost static characters they're not static they do move around the world but it's like Mm -hmm. They are very much in 2D, whereas, you know, everything around them is, you know, on a 3D plane. It, it works really well. It does. I, I, I love the one that was a sock in, in <laughs> yeah. like the early level. He just sat on a bench. And he, yes. I mean, he's a, he's a person, but his head is a sock. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it leans very much into that kind of odd... A uh, caricature of various different things, and you meet there's people, there's also um, animals, sort mm-hmm. of anthropomorphized animals as well, um, who are characters in this. But then, as you said, Lucy, ghosts as mm. well, uh, people who are socks. Um, lots of different things are pulled <laughs> into this to make yeah. a very kind of diverse and odd setting which yeah. is fantastic especially in this and it's almost like um 
what's the Mario one? Paper crafty kind of. Uh, paper sort of Mario. Paper Mario. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, 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 exactly. And, yeah, and but almost almost like a two a, a black and white like tear away or mm-hmm. something like that as well. It it has that kind of vibe to it, which. I thought was kind of very approachable, but also allows you to focus a little bit more in the in the puzzles. If everything was a bit it was was coloured, it would make it maybe a little bit more difficult to pinpoint some of the things that you're kind of looking for within yeah. that world. Whereas everything yeah. is actually quite stark in its aesthetic, you can scan very quickly through things and be like, "It's not that. It's not that. It's not that. It's not that." Oh, cool! Look at this. Yeah, oh, yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm. it, it helps that you can like zoom out. You see it as like a this. I guess it's isometric kind of view, and you can zoom out yeah. and zoom in um, outside of the camera, just in like normal um, controlling your character. Uh, and the good thing about it is that it has this like little diorama kind of view to it. So it's like you can zoom all the way out and look at the whole, um, you know scene and then you can mm-hmm. zoom all the way in to get like uh to see like around different corners see see different things and also using your camera you can see you know different angles that, that you you know maybe can't rotating 270 degrees from a you know far out kind of angle yes. so yeah you can get you know really really in there and you you know take i mean i notice as a limit on the amount of photos you can take. Yes, is it there like is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 158 or something like that. Something, I think it's 100, an odd 128. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was just like, mm, am I going to run out of like camera roll for my Polaroid <laughs> camera or something? So I was a bit hesitant in taking like just random photos that I thought, oh, mm-hmm. this is cool and stuff like that. So that was a bit, hmm, but you know, I was just spamming F12 on on steam and just taking you know <laughs> shots of uh, everything else but well in there in the photo album where you collect these photos you can delete them which oh, okay. then just freeze yeah. that space back up again nice um, it's not that you have 128 shots available to you that's good it's I you was have 128 the... spaces in the photo album oh that's all right then i was mm. going i was thinking more pokemon snap where you actually run out of film uh, so yeah okay interesting Cool. Yeah, it it, it it allows you that little bit of of, of of freedom as well. And there's a there's a few things you know when you're going through each of these levels, and and so as we were saying, sort of like scenes, mm-hmm. the each of the levels or each of the areas that you go to, and there's there five, I think. Um, each of the areas you go to is made up of um, several of these scenes. So the first yeah. area is maybe eight scenes. The next one is perhaps ten, and the next is twelve, and they 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 grow very gradually, which I thought was quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, you know, the first one, kind of very much sets you of being like, you can go this way, you can go this way, you can go this way, and then they start to connect to each other. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a, a city level, and actually you could walk around all of it and get back to the beginning again there's a couple of spaces kind of off of that yeah so the, the map design works quite well in that you at first feel a little bit lost yeah but you orient yourself pretty quickly 
to knowing where these things are, which very much then helps with saying, someone going, I need to find this. And you go, I know exactly where that is. Go across and across. And, and you move through the scenes until you get to that place. You take the photo and I mean, you can you can absolutely sit there and play this game in a kind of min-max kind of way and be like, right, I, I have these 10 things. Yeah. I'll hit this and do that, hit this and do that, hit this and do that, hit this and do that. And then I'll talk to this person, talk to this person, talk to this person. And then I'll go and do this and do that. That's kind of not the way to play this game. It, it, yeah, a speed run of this game would be cool to see, but yeah, in practice, absolutely. it's like, this, yes. <laughs> don't want to be doing that. <laughs> it, it, it sort of elicits from you a like a calmness mm-hmm. uh, um just this this sense that nothing needs to be rushed you know none of, some of these characters will absolutely sit there and say oh i've got to get this done mm. and you're like yeah but don't worry about it like, chill out, chill out. you'll be right you'll be fine, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um it's it's also i think written very well um yeah a lot of the stuff is very small you know, you're not getting a huge amount of dialogue from some of these characters, and one of them might be, "Hey, I really want a photo of this," and then you go back and you take the photo to them that you've you've snapped. And you go, "Hey, thanks very much. That really helps me because mm-hmm. of this," and then that's it. Some of them are ridiculously comedic, um, <laughs> and I, there was one guy who said, um, "I want you to, uh, I think it was, snap a um, fashion show." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I want you to take a photo of the best moustache <laughs> in the town. And this character obviously has this huge moustache. Yes. And I'm like, well, there's there's photo number one. Uh, uh, but yeah, can Jay I then Jonah go around? Jameson, like, kind of <laughs> it was almost, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I snapped a photo of him, but then I wandered around looking at all of the other characters thinking, oh, does anyone have a better moustache <laughs> than this character? And it, will I be penalised for not just picking yeah. the guy with this guy with the moustache? Uh, but it's all very um, what's the word? It, it's lighthearted. Lighthearted, absolutely, and and, and nothing is uh, dire. There are no kind of awful consequences to anything. No. It is just very very easy to take in. Uh, yeah, and and kind of experience. Yeah, and all all your requests are put in this very uh, is put on this community card, which is just this log of all the things you have to do, and you can access that at any time. It's like, oh, I, yeah. I, I need to do this, I need to do that. Um, take a picture of this, take a picture of that, and um, some of the some of the things that you get later on in the the levels, like for example, the the horn, um, mm. you can go back and use that. In puzzles from like, uh, you know, other other yeah. other other areas and yeah, and so far like um, pretty close to the end, none of the puzzles have felt you know like repetitive or anything like that. Mm. Everyone seem every puzzle seems different, every character seems different, every request seems different. Like there's you are just fundamentally just taking photos of things, so you just think how much can they stretch that, but all the different scenarios that you do in it, like, there are puzzles where it's like, okay, I have to um, take several pictures of, you know, graffiti um, in the world or something like that, and uh, you have these photo challenges where, you know, you have to, they say, okay, find this, this, and this, and it's like, Mm -hmm. come back to me once you've found pictures of all of these, and there are ones where it's like, okay, this guy is at the top of a lighthouse, and there's some boats that are just like 
marooned out there because he has a horn instead of a light. So I guess it's not a lighthouse. Yeah. I guess it's a horn house, which sounds, horn house. Which sounds <laughs> like a brothel. Maybe it is. Um, well, I went on... Only in the day, obviously. Yeah. When it's sunny, like, yeah. <laughs> but basically you had to, like, use your viewfinder and find them, find, uh, you know, uh, where all these shipwrecked boats were and you had to, you know, direct him where he should blow the horn to them. Um, mm-hmm. In his house, he's, he, he might he might be... Is he a sea otter? I don't know. But uh, if, you, if you honk at his laptop... He's he's chatting oh, yes. to some, uh, some, yes. some some cat friend or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what that's about, but um, yeah. There's a couple yeah. of there's a couple of random laptops. I never I never worked out whether they actually did anything. That you that, you know they they sat on a, a a a table or a desk or something, and they they shake very slightly, which suggests that you can do something. And when you honk at them, yes, they open. And there were a few of them through the levels, but I never ascertained whether that did anything, or whether there was an achievement and perhaps I'd missed one, maybe that I hadn't opened I don't, I, I don't somewhere. So, yeah. But yeah, none of them kind of really did anything, apart from being like, oh yeah, you're into this kind of stuff. Cool. <laughs> That's fine. Which is cool, is just to find like little weird things like that. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. In, in yeah. these areas, so yeah. I, I, yeah. I think one of my um, one of my favourite quests... Or, or a, you know, chances to get a stamp didn't involve the camera at all. Um, um, there's one in a level where a balloon family oh, yes. is having a party. I haven't done this one yet. but And the balloon boy is blown away. <laughs> and basically, you have to get him back. And you go and find him, and you get him back. You don't even use the camera. You just... Okay do that and it's and it just shows that variety of kind of mm-hmm. uh, quest that yes it's it's like a fetch quest but it's got a layer of character to it and it's not surrounded by all of these other fetch quests um you know in that you're taking photos of all it yes and taking a photo of something and taking it back to someone is kind of like a fetch quest mm-hmm. but none of it ever feels like that it all feels very uh sort of like natural and just like, oh yeah, this guy said I need to go and find this. So here's a here's yeah. a photo of that. Cool. And that might give you some a little bit of exposition, a little bit of world building, something like that, in taking that photo and them giving you some kind of answer or, or, or some kind of um, uh, um, kind of world building to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's all just very well put together as like a whole Absolutely. kind of package. Yeah, it's probably about four four and a half five hours long um you know if you if you probably collect everything um mm-hmm. so it's not the longest of games so you could probably maybe even stretch it out to like six hours but just being in that world taking photos every everything so like very carefully detailed and yes clearly put so much love into it and it's just it shows it's like every every like scene is so expressive and with so much character and it's just a joy to be in that world yeah absolutely and i i think at the moment i've got one task that i haven't done okay and i cannot figure out i do not know what i meant to do for it but which one is it Shall um, we discuss this off air i mean we can discuss it off air it's the one for the art lady in the city I'm like halfway there. 
Okay, I just I do not know what I need the to even take. One. The distorted one. I've got no I've, idea. It, I think it involves using it mud. So, yeah. so I did think this, and mm. I have taken several things back, but I'm obviously not taking the, a photo of the correct thing to take back to her they, they, to they get say, my stamp. They say when I bring it back, it, it needs to have a label or a title on it. Oh. So, when I take something back that's got mud on it. So I'm mm. thinking, do I take a picture of a sign with mud over it? Mm-hmm. Like something that's actually written, like one of the place names? I don't know. I <laughs> I think I'm yeah, halfway yeah. there. <laughs> so so that, that that seems like a very abstract um, request. It's art. <laughs> but it, but it, it is. None of the other ones were kind of like that. A lot mm-hmm. of them were very sort of self-explanatory. In, in what you well, needed I th- I to think kind of go and some do. of them were like still required a little bit of thought, but oh, um, yes, you know, yes, mm, could could get there even after even after a little while. It's like mm. completely, but completely. This one mm. stumped and there's some, me as well. There's some sort of like special photos that you can take as well, right? So mm. you will take a photo of something, and they usually uh, um, they can be characters after you've done the quest for them or various things that you see kind of throughout the world. But rather than showing you the photo that they've shown, they will show you a pre-rendered image mm-hmm. of a photo of that character. So there's also those kinds of collectibles in yeah. there as well if you really want to get kind of deeper into this. And the the reason I sort of mentioned only doing uh, only having one um, quest left was that uh, I'd only played 3.3 hours mm-hmm. of it. So it was about 3 hours and 20 okay. minutes, something well, like that for the it. game. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know why. I think I just connected so quickly mm-hmm. with what I needed to do. I was like, cool, yes, this, 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 yeah. this. I can, I can see this. I can see exactly how this is kind of flowing. It's a very easy game to read. Yeah. Um, I, which is, I, I think I spent... Was it three point eight hours in it? And mm-hmm. the, I did have like maybe half an hour of uh, downtime, but um, okay, uh, or just idle time, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm almost finished, but it's like I still have some things to mop up. So yeah, just one or two uh, things from each world. So, but yeah, it, it it's a perfect length for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah completely. Um, as it's you know, such a short game. Mm-hmm. How did you did you hit it in one go, or have you had a couple of sessions? Um, no, I've been playing it the last two days, uh, um, mm-hmm. just like it. Uh, well, I call it lunch, but I just stop working. <laughs> yeah. But just like yeah, in the afternoon when I come back from the gym, it's like I'm I'm shattered. I want to play something calming with a cup of tea. Yeah, and this has been perfect. So nice, nice. Good. Um, I will say that I have one criticism, mm-hmm. and that is actually in how you control the camera. Okay. Um, I. It's not confusing. It's a very easy thing to do. But I played it on the pad. Yes. Yeah, and the kind of like the zoom in and zoom out is on one of the sticks. Yeah, the right stick. Um, yeah. And then I the other stick is moving around, sort of like the scene, and taking the photo is one of the face buttons. Um, and mm. you can do other things with sort of like the face buttons as well. And I think I'm just so ingrained in like photo modes 
from like Ghost of Tsushima and you know these mm-hmm. these bigger games that I'm kind of not you know it feels like a very intuitive set of controls for being in camera mode and I'm so ingrained now in not abstract controls but being in a specific uh, mode within a game they're like oh you now have to if you want to move this you have to be on this you have to press down and then you can move this thing the mm. aperture or setting it in a different space okay. or it's the shoulder buttons which will set the height or the distance and things like this every time I I mean I played the game maybe in four sessions um, and I think every time I went back into it it took me a couple of minutes to get back into uh, um the controls of the photo mode only because again i'm playing ghost of tsushima against this so i'm in that kind of photo mode as well that it is just it's it's a it's a little bit different but i think if you're not doing those other kinds of games that actually it's a very good control system Mm -hmm. it just happened for me that it coincided with yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I'm not playing Ghost of Tsushima. It's it's fairly (laughs) easy to operate. That being said, I did have to get used to the zooming in on the right stick, zooming in and out of the right stick. But after after, 20 minutes, it's just like, okay, I know how to do this now. Mm. It it just becomes ingrained. Yeah. Yeah. And I always think of moving on the right stick. So, again... I was yeah, kind of, you know, camera, zooming yeah. in and out, but actually moving. And I'm like, oh no, I didn't want to move. I wanted to zoom. So he just threw me very slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, again, that is, I think, because I'm so used to the way that lots of other games kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, that if you go into this, you will pick it up very, very yeah, quickly. Yeah. It's very yeah. easy to understand. Because yeah. usually zooms, like, Sometimes you know, in a, well, most of the time, might be on the triggers or something like that. So, yeah, 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 I get you. Yeah, um, and I, I suppose as a as a final thought, mm-hmm. um, I, I I don't know if anyone, uh, um, development team wise, came across from some other games, but lots of the sound design <laughs> was very it's similar very to stuff like Minute. Uh, you know the noises that the characters made, it's got, it's got that nice uh, and those sorts of things. things. It's mm. yeah, it's it's got that kind of feel to it as well. Um, in that, that you you kind of once you start to hear the sounds, you'll kind of get it. Right, you you're like, oh yeah, I've I I, I know this yeah. set of <laughs> this this sound sort of scape yeah. that they are kind of going for. Yeah, you you pick up on that very quickly. And I think that adds very much in with the black and white aesthetic as well. Yeah. That everything feels a little bit kind of abstract um, in that, you know, with, with the characters that they've got, with the sound that they've got kind of going, but also very formed. Um, it, it's not abstract in that it's completely out there and you're not going to recognize it, but you might get characters that go, cool standard character kind of chat when you don't want to want people to kind of talk and 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 some of the noises and sound effects and things like that and and they pick up kind of very easily just just like the 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 shutter of the camera as you take a picture and like zooming in and out and just yeah it's all it's all really good just it's got a nice crunchy feeling just to like 
opening up your backpack or your you know community card and you know j just really good UI and really good um, sound design just mixed up um, with that really good yeah absolutely and, and again saying about opening up the backpack I think it's very clever that for some things they have um, they've got a very limited set of kind of wearable items but actually some of the solutions lean into that as well yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is another clever little um, twist on, on kind mm. of what you're looking to do yeah. as well uh, good nice yeah um, I really so I think, enjoyed Turn yeah, yeah I did as well uh, I think it's going to be uh, one of those games that I think about kind of all year really <laughs> Just because of how kind of relaxed it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Relaxing Good. games. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will move on to a game which is not relaxing. <laughs> but kind of... That doesn't want to be relaxing. I don't think it no. wants to be relaxing. But um, you, you, it's a game you can sit back and kind of take in it's not something that is it's frantic in in those kinds of um sense but i've been playing a lot of road 96 mm -hmm. um and have been playing it on um stream so people can go and watch on the youtube or there'll be some vods i don't know if a couple of them might have turned out but um you can watch the vods of me playing road 96 as well on um on the twitch and road 96 is kind of like a narrative adventure game you are choosing um, a character to move through the world as to mm. get to road 96 to escape the country that you are living in right and you're given you, this game is full of exposition uh, and full of choice as well actually so it's a first person perspective and you can move around an environment, and the goal is basically to get to the border of the country and escape. Mm -hmm. But kind of on the way, you, you do it in several stages. So you, you might start as character X, and as you progress through each episode, you start as a different character, which will start and position themselves in a different place within the country to mm -hmm. get to Road 96, which on the map is, is the, the pinnacle right up here. And all your routes will go up towards that. Uh, and you meet lots of characters kind of on the way. So each um, each teenager that you're playing as, because it's all teenagers right. okay. um, trying to escape the country, each teenager you're playing as will have a different route and will maybe make four or five stops on the way to get to Road 96. Uh, and you will meet... This cast of characters, which are which range from complete insanity to <laughs> characters that you do connect with, yeah. and characters then that you absolutely hate, okay, uh, a good and, range. And, and written and done in in such a good way mm -hmm. that that the, the the characters aren't kind of oh hey let's kind of just do this thing and like oh yeah all right fine whatever uh, a lot of them. I felt and I found that I was like, yes, let's do this together. Or no, fuck you. I absolutely <laughs> do not want to do this. That you're, you know, that you're pushing me to kind of do. Um, and I think it's 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 a very well written game. Um, 
it, it's got this sort of cell shaded um, aesthetic to it, which looks great and works very well in these very small sort of scenes. So again, um, early on in the game, and everyone's game will be slightly different because you, I don't think many people will start in the same place. Right. And I'd really like to know and understand the technology behind how procedural this kind of game is. Is it just that they've got like 20 starting places and you will then always hit the same people on said places? Or is it you started here and then there's 12 permutations of how you can move up through this map to get to road 96? Mm-hmm. Um, but you you meet these characters on the way and you're kind of brought into their stories as well all of which are intertwined mm-hmm. um, so it's quite a nice concise narrative in that what's happening in the world can be boiled down to the the characters that you meet uh, but it's still got this big overarching uh, um, kind of thing going on across the world this big storyline which links all of these characters in some kind of way um, and again, links you as the player character in getting out of the the country and how you kind of react to all of these different things. But it is it is absolutely a narrative game, and you've got choices to make. You uh, um, you can choose to you know, say certain dialogue options to characters, which might endear them to you, and actually they take you down the road a little bit further to get you closer to the border, or they don't, and they dump you off earlier and you then have to uh, uh, you know meet another character perhaps to push you on a little bit further or take the bus or walk mm-hmm. uh, and these kinds of things but I say it's so well written mm. because a lot of the time and you, you will absolutely see this if you watch me playing I will think something and mm. that will be one of the options that pops up okay and I'll be like, no, fuck you, to one of these characters. And one of the one of the options will be not no fuck you, but it will be nah, I'm not doing that. Or one of them, I'll be one of the characters will say something. I'll be like, what? Why would you do that? And I very much said this on stream, and it pops up like what? Question mark. I'm like, yep, I'm absolutely choosing that answer <laughs> because it was my initial reaction to yeah. what this character had said. They've I, I clearly play-tested this a lot. And oh, just absolutely, like it. <laughs> absolutely. And it, it feels just very natural. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I mean, of course, yeah, all games are uh, open to interpretation, and some people will sit there and probably play this through and go, oh, no, I didn't think that at all. No option has come up for me in this scenario. But it, it presents things in... Not kind of like polar opposites, but at least in a way that it's it, it feels natural in being like my reaction to this will either be what are you talking about or no I I, I get it and they are the thing they are the options that kind of come up um, so it it just feels really natural in the way that it's written and also the way that characters kind of talk to you as well um, there there's there's big cast of characters and all of them are very very different and as I say some of which endear to you very quickly in the way that their story kind of unfolds and how you talk to them and the connection that you kind of make and some of them are just just assholes okay. just just plain up just, just plain assholes and and, <laughs> and 
again, you will see my reaction to certain characters if you do watch me uh, play through. Because there were characters that were like, yeah, I will absolutely go with you and do this. And some of them like, no, absolutely not. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck everything that you're doing. I'm I'm done. I'm gone. Um, and it it I I love that game for it, uh, that it's evoking such a reaction from me, um, and it's so political as well. Like the whole story mm-hmm. is surrounded or, or, or revolves around um, this election that's taking place. You know, a country that has been under a uh, Tory uh, or Conservative government. Um, authoritarian. Authoritarian, that's, like. what it, that's what it is. <laughs> yes, authoritarian. Uh, it's not quite fascist, but it's it's on its way. Um, yes, an authoritarian government. And, um, you know, you're you're pushed, I think, instantly to think, because you're, you're, your teen's escaping from this country. Uh, you're pushed very quickly to think, well, these this isn't the right answer for what this country is kind of doing and lots of characters that are very endearing also sort of think this and lots of the characters that are maybe a bit more brash or abrasive uh think kind of the opposite so this this definitely leans the game leans a certain way but i like that from the game it is it's it's ubisoft going oh no we are political don't worry about saying nothing yes rather than being like oh no this it's just a it's just a thing and it's just a fake scenario and none of the characters have any thoughts by themselves whatsoever ubisoft Uh, uh, is the epitome of both sides isn't it it's like a fence it is just a fence um uh, I was going to say offence for sexual fence, <laughs> fence software. ubiquitous offence for sexual fucking harassment but um, <laughs> like uh, so Road 96 um, uh, is not that at all they very much put out what their uh, kind of thoughts are on, on politics mm-hmm. you can absolutely yeah. read that through the decisions that you kind of make in this in this game but it, it kind of feels open enough that um, there's some decisions that will bring up a little icon next to them one of which is a fist uh, one of which mm-hmm. is a hand with a, a piece of paper in which I've taken to mean you should vote because mm-hmm. some of the text that's come with it is and then another one which I can't remember what it is but okay. I have gone down the uh, the route that I will push this kind of like voting choice irrelevant of which new character in in every episode is a new character making that journey I will pick voting every single time because I want to see if if I'm hitting this mm-hmm. and I'm hitting voting every time is it making an impact on the world like what what is this kind of changing throughout this and I've not finished the game yet I've I've yet to kind of see the result of this but I think I'm five four runs in okay um and so far, I don't seem to see a difference, but that doesn't mean it isn't completely different to had I have picked something else you know, earlier. It's just maybe a little bit more uh, uh, um, subtle mm-hmm. than thinking, oh, right, now every character is now going to think this because I have chosen this. Right. Um, it, it's building towards that, perhaps. Um, so I will have kind of thoughts on the 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 finale, how the game kind of finishes, yeah. 
uh, and that sort of stuff later down the line. But okay. everything is building into a very well-made game. Good. Mm. I, I'm interested to see how that ends, and as you say, like if your choice is... This does seem like a game where it's like not quite like the last stop, which none of your choices really made any difference. Yeah. But it seems yeah. to be very much tailored to, like, yes, your choices will lead you down a certain path. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, interesting. This um, Road Mighty Six... Uh, 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 our good friend Corey, he said that it's, like, mm. one of his favourite games this year. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, seems, again, seems if, if you want to watch someone else... Playing Road ninety six, um, Corey MC Fixer has some mm-hmm. videos I think on his channel uh, yes, over is. on YouTube as well to be able to go and and, and look at. So uh, I haven't done that yet. I'm waiting until I finish the game before yeah, I yeah. look Definitely. at anyone else's run through of this. Uh, I did see I think a not a, maybe it might have been a clip or something like that of uh, of someone else playing. And their first character started on a completely different position to mine. Um, every time you go into a new character, it shows you the map again, but will show you every character that you have taken up and the route that they have taken up through. And then that cast of uh, of non-playable characters, mm-hmm. which appear, it will show you, like, you've done this, and then you hit this character, and you've done this, and then you've interacted with this character and, and moved through. And so when you start a new character on, you know, day 22 or something like that it will um, show you all of those things that you've done so I did happen to see someone who had started in a completely different position so again another interesting point that interesting yeah is it is it completely different for everyone or as I said is it okay there is 20 different characters 20 different starting positions and you will hit these mm. all of these things on the yeah, way yeah. through it's so actually lines, yeah your playthrough one will start here and then you can pick a character which might start over here and then pick a character which might start here and here and here and you will hit these and you might 100% one of these side characters or one of these uh, NPCs you might 100% their story Mm -hmm. through your playthrough but actually through your playthrough until you get to the final date which is election day uh, you might have only 100%ed two or three of the characters and actually, you play the game through again, and you will yeah. start somewhere else, pick other, make other choices, and do things, and one hundred percent other characters, and see what the final outcome may mm. be. So, yeah. I, I really want to get into the technical side of this game. Yeah, I, and I'd see imagine it. there's a few variables that are like subject to like that procedural generation. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah. but I imagine like the the authored like narrative parts of it like the the, the big notes that they want to hit and just like uh, they probably feature in everybody's playthrough but it might yeah, be a sure. different time yeah, yeah. or a different mm. character or something like that so yeah and I, I'd like to see if they're different kind of uh, endings as well mm-hmm. you know if I've maybe 100%ed this character and this character does that give me a different ending if I've 100%ed the next two characters uh, this and, is... and no. This is a job for someone who's very keen and put a YouTube oh, compilation. Yes. Once I've done one playthrough, I will then be searching YouTube for yes. someone who has done that exact thing uh, and, and seeing kind of how that works. Yeah. Or, or delving into, um, you know, like if there are any 
podcasts or, or, mm. or YouTube videos with the developers who have gone into the detail of how they have uh, produced this game. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be leaning into that a little bit more once I have um, once I've gone through it uh, yeah. for the first kind of time. So I'll report back at some point in the in the coming weeks yeah. on when I have finished this, or you can just watch me play it through each episode. Um, there'll be a fourth, fifth, uh, fourth episode up. Actually, probably before this goes on the YouTube, uh, either tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, so before Tanks Up goes up for everyone. Um, but yeah, um, unfortunately, as I chatted about at the start, COVID is now possibly in my house. So my kid is off school tomorrow. So there won't be another episode tomorrow. It will come next week, maybe, when I actually uh, finish the game. And it's one that I think I will not play off stream. I think I will, because I've started it and I've now played four runs and there's probably only maybe six or seven until you get to the end of the game that I will just take the chance to uh, to, to stream my play, have that video of that episode and, and, and stick it up so someone can see my entire run through kind of yeah. of this game if they wanted to. Um, rather than me kind of just like jumping in and be like, oh yeah, I finished it, I'm done. Do, do, do you have to show the... Um school uh, a positive test I don't know I haven't contacted them yet <laughs> I'm just thinking how if this was when I was at school I'd be, I'd be testing positive for COVID like every week I mean well and this is this is the thing right we, we uh, the lateral flow for her came back as uh, positive so we've got her booked in for a PCR in the morning which is before school but of course, we have to then, as of as the, the government have said, we, she has to isolate mm -hmm. until the result comes back. Okay. Um, yeah. So she'll be hanging out at home tomorrow, at least, um, if not the next day, if the result doesn't, you know, depending on how quickly that kind of comes back. I'd be um, telling my parents, I feel I have COVID, like, every time in this, like... So much school. It's like Mate. I want to play GTA Three today. Yeah. She's she's five. She <laughs> cough, absolutely cough. loves school because she can just go and hang out with her friends. And I, all she I does is play all day. When I was she five, she doesn't do anything. <laughs> she just plays all day. So yeah, uh, you know, I guess she reads some books. Mm -hmm. She does some writing. I'm glad That's she enjoys school. It. I hated it from the jump. So I, I, uh, I don't disagree. I I did as well. <laughs> Um, so I'm very glad. I'm in incredibly glad that she enjoys school. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's an easier life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Instead of just thinking, why am I here when I could be at home playing with Lego? Yes, yes. And then that that's going to be the thing tomorrow. <laughs> where I'm, I have calls and emails coming in. I'm like, just do you want to just do some drawing for a little bit? Just just sit here and do some drawing, and I'll I'll be back in like 20 minutes time. I'll see I'll see in a little bit. Uh, I mean, especially since I got that de death loop. PC code. Oh yes. And I'm like, when can I start this game? When can I actually get into it? Not now. Not on my lunch break tomorrow, because that's not a suitable game for children. Um. So yeah. But I'm we'll, interested we'll, we'll, about we'll, definitely. Interested hmm. in like. Interested in like this looks like a game I'd hate to play. <laughs> I'm just like, how much? How how? How much would I not want to play this game? But so I've you, seen a little bit of it, and it's just. Mm. How how well did you get on with Dishonored? 
the first Dishonored badly. I rented it and I was just like, oh, I yes. don't like this. I do want to give Dishonored 2 a fair shake. Um, because I played like the first chapter of that and immediately preferred it to uh, what I played of the first Dishonored. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Prey. Um, re- yeah. Just the atmosphere in that game. Unlike someone who loves like Alien and stuff like that. It's yeah. Just, yeah. But I, I, I'm glad to see that this is getting good reviews because, mm. you know. Arcade is just one of those devs that it's like, I don't really play your games, but I'm rooting for you every time. Yeah. Because you know? they do Completely. something different, so, yeah. And they do, and I, I've, you know, I've not played Deathloop yet. Um, I, well, I started it just to see how well it would run, uh, mm. because my PC is kind of mid-spec. It's it's not minimum, it's not recommended, it is in between that somewhere. I thought, oh, let's just let's just have a look and see how well it it does, and it, it, it's super quick. Uh, looks good. really good, nice. straight off. Uh, I've moved around the environment; nothing has stuttered or anything yet. Yeah. Um, so uh, I've not done a huge amount, um, but yeah, so far yeah. so good. So uh, at I, some I point, watched, I, really I watched a little bit of gameplay, and it looked kind of generic-y. Like the whole like mm. black exploitation kind of like sixties setting. Looks really yeah. interesting. Yep. And I saw some gameplay. And it's just like this looks like, like Rage Two. <laughs> it's just like, mm. <laughs> oh, I think. What I'll say about I, I, Dishonored I is might that it has a, a really bit... unique aesthetic. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I think there might be a little bit of that in there, and, and yeah. there's absolutely you know different weapons that you can use and uh, different. I think they call them trinkets. Um, which might like up abilities and things okay. like that in there as well. So it very much feels like a kind of. It's one of those games where I, I've got a gun. It's like almost like Bioshock. I've got a gun mm-hmm. and I have an ability or something that yeah. I can kind of do in the other hand, um, a move that I can pull off or something like that. Um, <sighs> but I, I mean, I'm really looking forward to getting into it and just seeing yeah. that um, yeah. that loop, how it runs through these different things you know the idea that you have eight targets and you've got to take them all down within a certain kind of time frame um but then if you fail mm, you start again yeah it's almost it's almost that yeah element but we'll we'll see how that kind of plays (laughs) out as well i like to take my time in my stealth (laughs) games I, I mean, and absolutely. if if I fail, is it, it, it you know like if it's a hitman, it's like a three minute run, you know, yeah. rather than yeah. and I could just save all the time. I don't know what, if you can just save scum this game. If I couldn't uh, save scum oh it, like, god, I don't, I, I can't imagine you can save scum this. Not at all. I, I think don't, the, yeah, that's why I'm just like I don't think this game. Yeah, I, I, I think that's <laughs> the more the point I see of it as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like because I'm one of those those freaks who's just like. If I don't get everything perfect, it's a restart and just like, yeah. <laughs> if if a, Agent Forty Seven does something weird or a character sees me from across the the room or because you know a lot of these stealth, well, Hitman is pretty busted sometimes. Yeah. It's just like yeah. I'm just like I need to restart. So yeah, this this this, this game would. It sounds like my worst nightmare. I think moment, I think Deathloop so. is a little yeah. bit more actiony. Than that okay. so if, if there are issues <laughs> you can get out of them quite quickly 
um, from sort of from what I've seen so far. But yeah, um, well, we'll come back. I, I think I'm gonna. Yeah, uh, it's a bigger game. Too. I'm probably gonna um, get a review together for it as well and, and stick that out when I've been able to actually get into it. Uh, but I think what I'm gonna get into now is this next bit. Uh, I will crack it open and then we will jump into uh, another game that you're going to bring to us to chat about, Lucy. Uh, But first, I'm drinking uh, Brew York's The Hoptimist 2021. Oh, yeah. Oh, 2021. Mm, Okay. mm, 2021. Mm. Uh, It's got Strata and Idaho 7. Double IPA, 9.1%. Ooh. So, oh, wow. Look at the web. (laughs) <laughs> it's like hop it's yeah. all it's all hop everything else is just squ- like a rectangle through um, the hops I know it said on the front Strata and Idaho 7 but it's actually got CTZ T90 Summit T90 Strata T90 and Idaho 7 Cryo and T90 uh, the Hoptimist was the original Brew York double IPA brewed back in 2017 we really enjoy revisiting the Rhapsody each year and showcasing the latest hop varieties. For 2021's release, we've combined Strata and Idaho 7 for layered notes of tropical fruits from the Strata, whilst Idaho 7 brings zesty marmalade notes and a pleasant Earl Grey herbal character. Uh, it's, it's five hops, dry hopped, uh, sure. Um, there's loads of information on the back, but that's kind of everything mm. that is important, really. Uh, yeah. But yeah, there's there's what look like kind of hairs on the front now yeah 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 rabbity hairy yeah in raspberry or hop a hop bush i suppose um everything looks very hoppy in terms of the lights that are going on on it but of course you know brew york's kind of standard aesthetic Mm. they present there uh but yeah, yeah i i i sort of saw it and i kind of instantly picked it up even though it was you know i mean it's 9.1 it's edging towards tipper territory um yeah uh they don't tend to do dippers so mm. just tend to do like pails and then just like, t- t- tons stout. of stouts absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and i think i had the the optimist uh last year yeah um yeah. and then another one which was Something to do with an eagle. Oh yeah, um, which was really good from memory, yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, this uh, the, the the head's gone instantly, and it's incredibly orange. Mm. Um, so much more than the last beer. The nose is a little lighter though than the overzone, and a little bit more bubblegummy. In what it's putting okay. in. Yeah, the eagle one is just called Big Eagle, and that's Big Eagle. Yes, that's, that's actually six point four percent pale ale, I think. Mm. Yes, I am eighteen. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Please just let me look at this website. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a West Coast IPA, six point four. Yes, Big yes. Eagle. Um, so the Optimist twenty twenty one. It kind of edges a little bit more towards that earthy dipper. 
Okay. But again, doesn't quite get there. It does. It does almost want to stay a little bit in that juicy sort of area, but isn't quite. It's not kind of unlike the overtone, which kind of flowed between being juicy into then that uh, slightly hoppier kind of finish. Mm. This sort of sits somewhere in between, and. That's its whole sort of flavour. It doesn't flow between these things. It's very flat. Like, incredibly flat. Um, feels like it does have a little bit of a zest, a little bit of a combination kind of at the beginning. Mm. But that peters out really quickly into this slightly creamy kind of finish. But apart from that, there's not a huge amount of stuff going on. Okay. Uh, I'm, I, there's no way this is nine point one percent. They've absolutely lied on the can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, they haven't. Um, it was only brewed about um, uh, about six weeks ago. Nice. Uh, yeah, on the first of the seventh. Um, they give us six months as well, so best before the first of the fourth next year. Uh, but it just it doesn't quite have a big sort of hit to it. You nine the nine point one is gone completely, mm. and kind of just replaced by this very solid flavour, but it, uh, kind of like a creamy, um, slightly hoppy, but not too hoppy kind of flavour um, and they're saying that sort of Strata and Idaho 7 are the uh, the highlighted um, hops in this with a few other um, kind of like backup hops I guess um, but zesty marmalade I'm getting the zesty but maybe not quite that orangey sort of uh, um, flavour to it. Um, it it kind of hits zesty and then has this lovely kind of creaminess to it and it's it, you know like um if you had a cream egg but it was just mm-hmm. sort of like the fondant in the middle it wasn't the, the the chocolate egg itself it's got that kind of flavor to it like this this very slight kind of artificial sweetness okay this 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 kind of but again with it being creamy it kind of feels like it's something more like that fondant in the middle of a cream egg than just a sweetness yeah, yeah. Or an oatiness, or, or or something like that. That that combination is is interesting, but it doesn't do very much more than yeah. that. This is my issue. Everything you've said is my issue with like Brew York's tails and mm-hmm. everything that isn't a stout, basically, or a quad from Brew York. Yeah, I haven't enjoyed mm. like. They've been, they've just been fine. Like there's not been anything amazing about them, or particularly memorable about them. I don't know if it's like their house yeast or whatever mm-hmm. that they use, but it's just like there's something that I, I'm just like, mm, nah. Like because I've had so many of these pale ales, and it's like, should I taste some more of these? Should I give another one a go? But then I'm just like, mm, yeah, nah, I, I, and. This is like, it's so weird because I generally think they make make the best stouts in the 
in the country. So it's mm-hmm. like it's it's just a weird one where it's like I'm so disappointed by the the rest of their offerings, but I love their stouts. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. yeah, everything that you were saying, I didn't I didn't want to say that before you had drank it. I didn't want to you know like put any preconceptions in your mind, but it's just like yeah, Brew Yorks beers that are not stout. Yeah, and I, I think we've, we've had this chat before almost. It, yeah. it feels like we have about, about we have, Brew Yorks, like, kind of everything other than stout. Yeah, because yeah. I've had pails and, you know, IPAs on the on here and said the exact same thing. It's just mm. like, they just don't do it for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I'll return to it at the end of the episode. Uh, but I will drink it as, Lucy, mm-hmm. you, you chat to us about another game that you have been playing. Yeah. This is um, another relaxing game. It's called Lake. Mm. Um, this came out maybe about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about delivering mail <laughs> in a very cosy, quiet, uh, and guessing fictional town in Oregon um, called Providence Oaks. Who knows if there's a real Providence Oaks? There probably is a real Providence Oaks somewhere in America. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's there's Providence in is it Rhode Island? So yeah. there's probably a Providence Oaks. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's very very picturesque, very scenic kind of town. Um, it's it's basically centered uh, like around this this lake, and they've got like a dam, so and like these you know very you know, beautiful mountains, that kind of, you know, north, uh, northwestern kind of like very small town mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I'm someone who, in like GTA games, probably the most time I spend in like those games is doing the very much, you know, generic uh, taxi ride missions or the ambulance <laughs> missions. It's just like. Yeah. I just want to go somewhere, pick something up, and deliver it somewhere, and just do that over and over again. So, so, so this game very much hit that kind of that that part of my brain that just wants to go and deliver things. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, the game is very simple. It's it's a three D game, and it's um, you know it has this kind of nice, almost like kind of cell shady look to the characters I guess but it's a very nice very colourful looking game as I said picturesque you're driving around this um, you know northwestern town but it's it's simple I think you can see the limitations of like probably the budget and maybe the dev um, mm. team size it's it, it's a, it's a it's a small town I think they do do well with the space but it's like you know, you have this um, kind of like residential area. You have this. Um, you have the lake. You have like, um, you know, a motel. You have like a diner. You know, very, very much hitting on that like kind of, very much, uh, you know, infrastructure of a small town. But there's only a handful of characters um, that you actually interact with, which is fine. I wasn't too, you know, too upset about like. There's only a few characters in that, but I think it's the fact that. This game set over like two weeks because you're mm-hmm. you're basically this woman. She named Meredith. She she lives in the big city. She's been away from this town. She she, she grew up there, but she's been away from the town for like twenty years. She's she's got a job in computing, and this is the early eighties. So like, 
there's going to be a, very much a boom soon. Um, it's on that industry's on the way up, and you basically go back to your town for two weeks. Her, you're basically doing her father's job. Her, mm. her father and her mother they've gone down to Florida, and it turns out like this isn't even a spoiler, I guess, because it's like it's obvious where where this thing is going. It's like, do you stay in Providence Oaks or do you go back to your go back to the capitalist corporate grind like you have this really douchey manager who's like calling you saying oh, oh. Meredith can you do this can you do mm. that you know he's basically riding on your coattails he's the idiot who goes to like all the fratty even parties. though you're on holiday and, yeah, yeah. He's, you're, and you're not even technically on holiday you're still working you're still delivering mail you're basically just doing yeah, your dad's yes, job yes <laughs> it's like he's still asking you to do things so it's like do you go back to that kind of like very let's say corporate structure you know life in the big city kind of thing or do you uh stay in providence oaks because your parents they've gone down to florida but like every middle class white person in america they always retire in florida so that was obviously going to happen um Working no. class and middle class, I guess. Everyone retires in Florida for some reason. I don't get it. But it's just... It's hot, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> Full of hurricanes like and tsunamis, but, you know, it's hot. And it's conservative, so, you know. <laughs> That's why I don't know. But, anyway, but it, it's like... Which you can way shoot you who go? you want and no one gives a <laughs> shit, like. <laughs> yeah. So, that that's the choice it makes you you know you make at the ending and i will say that this is you know usually in games like this or games where there's a choice where it's like do you go back to the corporate grind or do you stay you know in the very you know sleepy slow um relaxing city Uh, i mean like town Mm. usually there's only one answer where it's like of course i'm gonna you know move back to my childhood town where it's slower and it's quieter and stuff like that. But this one actually, you know, gave me moments to pause and it's like, mm. I actually went back to the city. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so it's like, it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it credit where it's due. It actually, it was actually like sort of a more, you know, push and pull, like kind of what do I do kind yeah. of decision as opposed to most games where it's like, oh, I'll just forget the, corporate grind i'm going to build my stardew valley yes like thing so so i'll give it that but um yeah the characters that you meet in in this town it's like some of them you're reacquainting with some of them you've never known before it's like who are also new to the to the town as i say the 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 amount of characters isn't the problem i just think maybe I didn't mind too much, but it's like may, I can see why people would probably want more of a more dialogue options, more mm. of a a relationship, um, more more options to understand these characters and mm-hmm. um, involve them in your life and stuff like that. It's very it's very surface level. Everything's very surface level, and I say that's probably because of the limitations of the game, the budget, yep. etc. I mean. As I say, the world's like, they do well with the space, but you can, t- really, the world is quite small. It's very limited. You are just driving this mail truck <laughs> around the town and delivering mm. letters. It's like the mechanics are very simple. Um, I didn't find that a problem, but I, I, I can tell people it might do. You know, it's like if people are going in looking for a more deep, enriching 
you know, experience. You, you're not going to find that. But I found it very... Its simplicity was very relaxing, you sure. know? Whereas, like, something like Term is relaxing because of, like, the whole atmosphere and, like, mm-hmm. the... It's very, you know, charming and stuff like that. This is just very much, I am delivering mail. I can turn my brain off for a bit and deliver mail in this, like, kind, you know, nicely modelled uh, little world. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I say, if you're going for a more enriching, like, narrative experience, maybe, you know, have a look at the game, see how it reviewed, see what people think, um, if, if that's what you're going for. Because... I mean, at the start of the game, I was just like, some of these lines are delivered a bit stilted. Is this like a deadly premonition, like sweary game or something like that? And it's like, no, it's just it's just a bit, you know, as I say, a bit of the limitations of the game. You know, maybe the vo- like there's there's this old cat lady who's voiced by someone who's probably younger than me. <laughs> so she sounds Mate, like a young I, woman. I played, I played the demo. Voice. And I met the old yeah. cat lady. She's like, hello! Yeah. How do you do? It's, it's just me doing old cat lady. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I, I absolutely I absolutely get that. But it, yeah. it feels like... It's this, so it, charming. It, it, and it feels like the depth of this game mm-hmm. is more in the world building. It's not necessarily what happens mm. to Meredith. It's more about the town... And, yeah. and all of these characters that kind of inhabit it and, and, and that sort of thing. And I, I think I... I don't, I, know, I don't know whether I completed the demo or not, mm-hmm. whether there's an end point to that or whatever it was. Um, but I remember kind of putting it down because of the controls okay. first, but also because the uh, the narrative or at least the characters didn't quite grip me enough to sort of push through it yeah and I, yeah. I I think kind of my kind of question to you is does that like open up are you are you then do you get invested in kind of what Meredith is doing or is it just here is parcel to character a here is parcel to character B here's parcel to character C I may then come back to character a at some point yeah. and get a little bit more from them. Or is there something a bit deeper in this? Well, that's the thing. It feels like... Uh, I think this is a bit harsh to say, but it feels like these narrative threads are a little half-baked. Like, okay. They want you to have like this choice of like uh, romance options as well. There's, oh. You can either go for a lumberjack or this or this, um, this woman who runs basically what is their blockbuster, which, by the way, was my favourite... Like, place in the game just this blockbuster like they they, they talked about like she's she's she was a really big movie buff and it's like you need to help her like deliver like portable vcrs to people so that they it's like here can then spend money renting videos yeah yeah and, Ah. and visit my store but um yeah and they talk about like you know jaws and the you know gremlins and stuff like that they use the real movie names and when you go into the blockbuster you have all the all the art of like the, the actual art that's like on the on the movie oh. posters and films but they change the name it's like gremlins and uh <laughs> like instead of the fly it's like the wasp or something like that and it's just it's 
I would, it was just a really, it's just a little store, and it's like clearly blockbuster, and it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love, Yeah. I nice. just want to stay in this place, forget <laughs> Providence Oaks, I just want to stay in this blockbuster. <laughs> you essentially want, I want to live like, here. Clerks, the <laughs> film, but the game version in that blockbuster, everything just happens <laughs> within, they can have all of these characters, they just come and they're just patrons of the blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think I think the, the characters being so one-dimensional is mm. probably like yes, you are just going to a small town where the people are pretty much one-dimensional yeah. anyway. It's like oh, I cut down a tree today. I'm a lumberjack, and that's it. That's all they. Do. <laughs> it's like you don't. Have, I mean, because I went for that kind of romance option because. You know, I'm boring and straight, and like I should have gone for Blockbuster Lady because she had Gremlins in store. So, um, ah. but yeah, but it's like this lumberjack. I was just like, you're kind of boring, dude, as well. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe I should have yeah. gone for Blockbuster it's, it's, Lady. I mean, it's good that it's got that kind of option in there, but again, yeah. you 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 sort of want that depth to it, and that, that's something that very much um, I I enjoyed of Boyfriend Dungeon. Was that mm-hmm. there were lots of options in there, but everything felt yeah, like yeah. it had a depth to it. And Boyfriend Dodger had something to say, just like Road ninety six had mm-hmm. something to say. Because, yes. like, when you when you're thinking like in the context of like, oh, we're in a very small town, probably very small conservative town. What does it mean to be like queer in the eighties? And mm. like, you know, that would have been an interesting, like, kind of like narrative thread, but. Um, I mean, the, the the blockbuster lady, she leaves, she packs up and leaves because it's like not getting the traction in this town. Business is failing. Mm. I've moved here too soon. I used to be from LA. It's like, and she goes off on her adventures. And I just thought that was because I didn't pick her as a romance option. Right. But then I read somewhere that it's like someone picked that as a romance option and she still left. So oh. it's like, so I. That's what that's what I'm saying. Okay. Everything's a bit one-dimensional. Everything's a bit simplistic, surface level, mm. kind of like there's no. This game doesn't. It feels like it has nothing to say, and I don't think it says much anyway. It does. It does. It, it says small things like yes, the corporate world is crappy and stuff like that. But then at the end of the game, I'm just going to spoil everything here. It's like at the end of the game, it's like you're. This really crappy boss who's like using your coattails, he offers you like a 20% stake in the company, which would probably never happen. Mm. And that's why I went back because I was just like, I'm going to be rich. (laughs) I'll follow the money. (laughs) Forget the the quiet town of, you know, Providence Oaks. I'm going to get my money, you know. Because she's in like software, computer software, and it's like, oh man, she'll be rich for fucking years. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like I could stay with Blockbuster Lady and like be in twenty years we're both broke, or I could, or I could have twenty percent stake in the company. I would have, I would have absolutely loved it if um, you know. And I don't know if the game does this or not, but whether you know you get to that end point, where it's like, what do you want to choose? It's like mm. I'm going to go back to the city, and then it just yeah. fades to the back and goes, and she died. And, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of it. Like, she was oh, overworked. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I yeah. can absolutely yeah. see that that would happen. Yeah. 
but 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 there was I I liked some of the writing in it. Like when when I said to the lumberjack, like when I was leaving and he chased me down the road, it was it was probably meant to be very romantic rom com mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he was like, "Stay," and I was like, "I can't." <laughs> and I was like, "Why don't you come with me?" And he was like, "No, I like it in Providence Oaks too much." And I said, "And and the line was like." You'd expect me to stay, but mm. this connection isn't strong enough where, you know, I can't expect you to leave. It's like, well, what do you want from me? You know, yep. it's got to go both ways. But, but yeah, it's it, I I re- I really enjoyed my time. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Good. I can't. I kind of wish it was more like Deadly Premonition, like kind of like a sweary game where it's just like batshit weird and like <laughs> these small town people are just weird but but it, it i i think it's got such a charm to it it's just <laughs> yeah weirdly yeah. so like i was just happy like going around delivering mail and it's like as i said it hit that kind of very checklist thing off in my brain mm-hmm. and it it was just nice to drive around i mean like the 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 mail truck is just like you know Unweirdly behemoth to like box. drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're, you know, doing handbrake turns in it or anything like that. It's, it, it just, it was just like I just. You could probably give me a game where I'm just. You could give me Cookie Clicker or something <laughs> where I just lick stamps, and it's just like it just hits that kind of dopamine in my brain where it's like I've just checked off a list, and it's like I've delivered all my mail today. And and yeah, the, the 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 you know the story, the characters were charming enough. As I said, I really liked Meredith as a character. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a nice experience. But don't go into it thinking you're going to get, you know, a very yeah. enriching narrative. Yeah. That's it. It's it's a nice experience, right? And as you say, it's mm-hmm. not that kind of like sweary kind of level of insanity that you're not delivering a um, a. a, a birthday or gift wrapped scythe to someone and you open the door and they're like <laughs> hello and, and 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 kind of you know very morose and sort of you're giving them this weapon like oh shit something's gonna go down like it, it doesn't have that to it it's all There's very no twin kind of, peaksy kind it, of it, yes yeah, no, yes absolutely yeah. and it all feels quite mundane in yes sort of what it's, it's what's happening it's mundane yeah. but in the in a good way, <laughs> you know? it's it's not like mundane as in Call of Duty. It's like I'm just shooting the same thing. It's yes, shooting yes, the Russians yes. again. Yep. It's like I'm, you know, in this mundane, like quiet, you know, northwestern town, and I'm just doing this mundane job. I mean, I mean, they even play on it, kind of like the limitations of it. Like, there's one radio station, and they say it's a small town. Of course, yeah, yeah. there's only one radio station. It's someone in his barn playing, <laughs> being a DJ for. Them. I mean, and it's like the same it, song. I wonder. <laughs> it'd be interesting to see how this hits with, um, like American <laughs> people who live yeah. in these smaller kind of <laughs> communities, or even 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 English people who live in kind of. I mean, mm-hmm. England's a weird place, right? Because even if you live in a village, you probably get like ten radio stations coming through on on FM or whatever the area yeah. is, kind of within your area. Whereas with America being so sort of uh, large, maybe not so much now, but 
absolutely in the 80s. It'd be interesting to see someone who kind of lived through this era play this and be like, yeah, this is absolutely how it was. Um, so, yeah, I'd be, I'd be kind of, as with Road 96, going through those different narrative things, I'm going to be Googling Lake Man Who yeah. Lived Through 80s or, or something <laughs> stupid like that just to see if uh, if someone has some thoughts of being like, yeah, it was this shit. Uh, that's why everyone moved to the city. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got very positive reviews on, on, on mm. Steam. Um, so, yeah, Gamius is a developer and Whitehorn Digital set over a code, so thank you very much, because I really enjoyed this game. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, it's sweet. Yeah, very charming and very... Very mundane. Imagine <laughs> put that as a box quote. Very mundane. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it should be incredibly mm. mundane. Should be <laughs> the box quote. Yeah. <laughs> In a fantastic way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, nice. I did. I did encounter one or two bugs. Um, oh, I remember. I, 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 <laughs> this just made me love the game even more. Basically, you can take <laughs> pictures on like. A Polaroid. <laughs> and, um, oh. uh, this this woman she gives it. She's like, oh, you know, taking photos is like the new thing, and she she's very like upset because she has to learn how to uh, develop photos in in a in a store. She's like, oh, just another thing to learn. You know, the man wants me to do this, that, and the other mm. thing. She's like, here here's a camera. You know, go take some photos, and I went and took some photos. <laughs> And there's a bug in the game where it's like none of them. <laughs> when she's like, "Here you go," every one of them is black. It's just like <laughs> there's nothing there, and it's like it didn't register the photo, which is just hilarious because I just took it to mean that it's like this woman developed my photos. She didn't care, and it's like, it just came. Out. She's just shit at her job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just didn't care. <laughs> That's how I chose to, yeah. you know. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, there are little bugs like that. And like one day, I was just transported to the lumberjack's house. Oh. And <laughs> without my mail truck, <laughs> and it was like, um, "Where's my mail truck?" And it's like it's back at like the oh, no. the Royal Mail Depot. Did you have to and run the entire like, way back? There's no run. There's a walk and. <laughs> Slightly faster walk, and I was like, I'm just gonna reload a save and see if that sorts it, and it did. But I was just like, oh no, I'm like all the way across this map. Am I gonna have to walk all the way back? Which would have been hilarious and would have been like very nice sight. Staying over with the like, lumberjack no. was a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> it would have taken like three hours inside. This time, so I'm gonna reload a save, but yeah, little buggy. It's just so charming mm. in that sense. Um, uh, I, I wanted briefly, as in, like, I haven't even finished this game. Briefly, Ooh. talk about it. Uh, just say that I've been playing The Forgotten City. Oh, yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, people have described it in, they've said, like, Hitman, which is not really, but they said, like, uh, Return of the Obra Dinn, they say it's like, you know, looping, you know, time loop game. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, it was based, it's based on like a Skyrim mod. Um, yes. A few fans, I think, made a Skyrim mod uh, over several years and they 
they've released it as a full title. And it's like, yeah, at like, I love Skyrim. I just want it. I, 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 this is why I love E-Shade so much, because that's like a Skyrim mm. mod. If someone told me it was a Skyrim mod, I'd absolutely believe them. I just want something where you're just like, I'm just in this town and there's no like real combat or anything like that. I'm just talking to these weird people, weird anthropomorphic people, and you know that that game felt like it was gonna <laughs> gonna collapse at any moment as well. <laughs> like, but it didn't, and that's the charm of it. Um, but yeah, the Forgotten City Skyrim mod. It's about you're basically in this uh, like ancient Roman city mm. and. You gotta figure out how to get out of there because there's like this thing called the golden rule where if anyone commits a sin, everyone gets turned into gold. Oh, and that's not a spoiler. That's right at the beginning of the game, and it's like I've got to get out of here without committing any sins, and someone's gonna commit a sin at the end of the day. Gotta find out who it is, and you're basically in this time loop. Oh, it's, it's like, like a like, detective kind of. Thing. Very detective. Oh, okay. And it's I'm not gonna say any more, it's very story heavy. Mm. And it, it's I I don't know how far I'm in it, but there have been some revelations mm. and it's just one of those where it's like, okay, I'm in it now, I just wanna keep playing, I wanna see what, nice. what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and it sort of brings on that like kind of Real world knowledge, where it's like it's sort of like the Overdin. It's like okay, mm-hmm. I know, you know, tangential like kind of knowledge about like, you know, I don't know, seafaring and and like um, you know, empires and countries back in like the seventeen hundreds yep. or whatever it is. It's like it brings in real world knowledge and nice. in this game, and it's just, and it kind of like twists like what a game is on its head. It's very because it's like you can't commit a sin like most games like you know people just do stupid shit like when an NPC's talking you usually just try and fire a gun at their head and yep, just, just you know, know, jump around them and stuff <laughs> yeah just to see but it's like in this game it's like if I do that everybody dies and the re- the loop resets and it's like yeah it's, it's sort of like interesting a mix of like the Outer Wilds and mm. um Return the Overdin and stuff like that. Just very good game. Nice, but yeah, nice. this is this is fascinating, and I want to play more. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I, from the sounds of it, this is something everyone should be playing, and, and probably then we'll have a chat yeah. about it in you know. Do a, a spoiler a cast or something. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Ooh, yeah, ooh. it's definitely one of those word of mouth ones. I was like, mm. oh, X Skyrim in, uh, mod, that's fun, and then like. I've heard on like podcast people just like yeah this is uh, the shit so nice and it is nice. so far okay okay cool we'll, we'll do play it we'll have, a, we'll have a chat about it I'll take a look at it um, good yeah. okay um, so uh, I think that's a good point for us to finish this week a little bit of a shorter episode uh, not that much really yeah. uh, but um, yeah, I guess so. yeah. Yeah, we you know trucked through a few games that we've enjoyed. Mm. We mail trucked through. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the beers, uh, um, I, I mean, if you've listened to the entire episode, 
it's the overtone for me. Uh, I think that's probably obvious. Um, uh, absolutely flowed through those flavours that it presented. The um, Brew York kind of just a little bit too flat for me, really. Yes, it, it had it had some flavours to it, but it didn't present itself as well as the overtone, which moved through these flavours, moved through uh, a mouthfeel as well, gave me a booziness. It did. It did a lot for an eight and a half percent dipper. It did a hell of a lot, and and was different to a lot of the other dippers that I have had over the last few weeks. And and whilst the flavour profile of the the Brew York, the Optimist twenty twenty one, was different than a lot of those dippers, it was maybe a bit too one note and kind of didn't do much through it uh, even at least to uh, signify it as a dipper um, you know doesn't doesn't feel that big whereas um, something pew pew uh, finger, guns. finger guns pew pew, pew, pew. <laughs> absolutely big beer big flavor loads of booze to it it's, it's absolutely really well made um, so that's uh, that's my pick this week um, so that's it. That's the beers. That's the games. Uh, Lucy, if people want to chat to you about beers and games, how do they do that? Alright, it's Juicy Loose 9 everywhere. Amazing. You can get me at Nova underscore 47 almost everywhere. If you want to talk to all of us, Adel included, uh, who will be back next week. I don't think we confirm that. Or the week week after. after. You know, at some point. Uh, We are Tanked Up Cast over on Twitter. You can also go to outoflives.net to see all of the things that we write up, produce the videos that we make, the games that we play, or just the discussions that we have as well. There's loads of stuff over there. So go to outoflives.net or Out of Lives Network on the socials and YouTube and those sort of things to see our beautiful faces Look at the beers that we have been drinking. Or you can come to Out of Lives Network over on Twitch to watch us every Tuesday slash Wednesday, dependent on the week and when football's on or the guests that we have or the need that we have that week. Um, <laughs> we'll see how that happens going further. But go to Out of Lives Network and there's lots of other... Uh, um, not Out of Lives Network, no, Twitch, Out of Lives Network... Uh, there's VODs and things of various streams of things. Steph is currently going through um, Life is Strange True Colors as well. So you can yeah. catch uh, their playthrough of that over on the Twitch. And it will be on the YouTube as well. If you if you are a YouTube uh, viewer, that will be up on there uh, in the coming weeks as well. But they're the beers, they're the games, they're the places that you can get all of us at that's it for this week we've been tanked up we will see you next week goodbye ciao it's got to be the ciao now hasn't it www.outoflives.net